Sweet Seduction. Chapter 1 to Chapter 4. Camille get up in the bed when she heard the voice of her nanny Hilda. It was 8 o'clock and she was late for school again. She got up quickly and took the towel hanging from the hanger. Her room is still messy because she has not been able to face it to fix it. She is 21 years old and graduating from the tourism management course. This was really her dream since she was a child. And now she will almost reach it. She study hard because she want her family to be proud of her. Camille, what's the use of the alarm clock in your room? If I hadn't woken you up, you would still be making a map. Yaya Hilda preached to her. She scratched her hair and went downstairs to eat breakfast first. Her nanny always preaching her but it's okay with her. Nanny, don't preach me. Let's just eat. She said to her nanny with a smile. Her nanny just shook her head. Her nanny Hilda has been working with them for 15 years and she was the one who raised her. Yaya Hilda is like a second mother to her because her parents are not in the Philippines. They are busy running the company left by his grandfather. Hurry up Camille. You will be late for school again. She reminded her. She just nodded to her nanny Hilda. She was used to her sermons every day. She just smiled at her while biting the sandwich in her mouth. She hurried to eat and went straight to the bathroom to take a bath. She also hastened to dress up so that she could not waste the rest of the time. Even if she is just arranging things that need to be fixed for her upcoming graduation, she should not just be petting. Nanny Hilda, I'm leaving. She said goodbye and ran out the door. Nanny Hilda just followed her with her gaze. She almost tripped in a hurry. The heel of her shoe is a bit high. Oh my God, Camille. She even heard the last thing that Nanny Hilda said. She just smiled. She is really happy with her nanny. Despite her parents' fuseness at work, Nanny Hilda is the one that fills in the gaps just so she doesn't feel alone. When she came out the door she caught their driver talking with someone in the garden. It was not familiar to him. The man is a new face. Maybe it's their new gardener because their gardener Mangisco recently passed away. She approached to call the driver because she had to be delivered to school. They were talking and seemed disturbed by her arrival. Ma'am Camille, you are already here. I'm sorry. I'm just talking to your new gardener, said the driver. She looked at the man he was talking to. He was tall, dark and handsome. She didn't know but she just stared at the man. The man didn't even approach her with a single glance. He wouldn't even greet her. It seems strange for her. In their place, she is always noticed by men. But this man in front of her now is the opposite. She could feel his loss of interest for her. Franco, this is Senorita Camille, the only child of Sir Ricky and Madame Verna. The driver introduced her to him. Because of that their gardener finally looked at her but only quickly and turned his back to her after. She must say that he is handsome and had a sharp nose. He looked like a Mexican. The man only bowed slightly after removing the wide-brimmed hat he was wearing. Hello Franco. Nice to meet you. Do your job well okay. I hope we can be a good friends. She smiled to him but their gardener didn't say a word. He avoided looking at her. What is this man's problem? Her eyebrows furrowed. Come on ma'am I'll take you to your school. Their driver said and caught her attention.
She looked at their driver. She walked to the car while she was confused with their new gardener. Well, that gardener is freaking handsome, but look crazy too because he don't even look at her. She feel embarrassed. She felt mad. Why she seems to be affected by their gardener's actions? Maybe it's because she's just not used to it. She felt ashamed for herself. For the last time, she looked at the man before turning around. She could not read the emotion reflected on his face. Even while she's already in the car, she can't get their new gardener out of her mind. There is a part of her personality that is disgusted because she is not used to being acted like that, especially by men. She can't accept that. Art, am I ugly? She asked the driver. She feels so ugly now because of Franco's reaction. Huh? What is that, ma'am? She don't think he understood it. The new gardener. He's weird. Their driver just laughed. What's funny? Oh, ma'am. I'm sorry if you are not used to that. But Franco is really quiet. He explained. Where did Daddy get him? You've known him for a long time. She suddenly seemed interested. She admit that. He is Mangusco's grandson. And yes, I have known him for a long time. That's why he is always in town because he is a mechanic there. He said, "Hm, that's why. He was the grandson of Mangusco, their former gardener who passed away." She just nodded to the driver, but her mood was still angry because she was a little disappointed earlier. She looked at herself in the mirror. She feel ugly because of what Franco did, but she don't think she will allow a man to act like that to her. She is not used to it, and she will not accept it. Never. She raised an eyebrow and then sighed. Things occupied her mind. What if she seduce that man? She make sure that he will never reject her when she seduce him. Gradually, a smile flashed on her lips because of the plans that suddenly entered her brain. Let's just see if my charm can't get your attention, Franco. She whispered to herself. She would do something that surely Franco couldn't resist. Hi, Camille. Camille turned to the man who greeted her as she walked down the hallway. She just arrived at the school, and this face of Max immediately appeared on her. Well, if you don't ask, this is one of the men she just victim when she was finding a thrill in life. She admitted that she was naughty when it came to the man she was dating at the beginning, but when she got tired, she just left it alone. Oh, hi there, Max. She seemed to greet her as well. Max followed her as she walked. This man is rich and one of the famous students in their school, because his grandfather owns one of the most popular restaurants in their area. She can say that he is really a good man, tall and white, with a narrow and red lips. That is natural for a messy so like him. Most people say that they look good together. They are almost the same state of life. Her family was also known because of their wealth and the extent of the land owned by his parents. Hacienda, farm, rancho, and she even has a company managed by her father. But she was not serious with Max. She did not love him, and it seemed like it was just a matter of time. Let's have lunch together later. Max asked her. She looked at him. A corner of her lip lifted. I'm sorry, Max. Isn't everything clear to us? We're done right. So what is lunch for? She raised an eyebrow. She noticed that his shoulder had fallen off. 
Even just for today please. Max pleaded. It seemed like he has not yet moved on to her. For her. What just happened between them is just a game. He became her boyfriend for almost two months. It was just her trip and after getting bored she just leaves it that easy. She thought for a moment before nodding to the man. Fine. She forced a nod to it. She could see the reflection of a wide smile on his lips. I'll pick you later. He was about to kiss her on the cheek but she quickly avoided it. Oh 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 p.s. She said and turned away from him. She left him staring at the wind. Before 12 o'clock Max arrived. She saw it waiting outside her room. Other women are looking at him. Who can not look at this man? He is handsome but she just doesn't like to have a relationship with him anymore. She felt nothing with him. She just applied a little foundation on her face before going out and meet him. The smile on Max's face was so wide when he saw her. Let's go, she said with a smile on her face. They went out and Max exposed his expensive car to her. Not surprisingly, the price of that Mustang was just a coin for him even though for her the price was staggering. Max opened the door for her. Thanks, she said before going inside. They stopped at the restaurant owned by his family. It is the most popular restaurant in their area so it is no wonder they stop here. He always brings her here even when they are still together. And she will admit that the food here is really delicious. Her mind was influenced to build a restaurant one day. She loves to cook. Max opened the door for her again and went inside. The place is very beautiful and the visitors are really not casual. They ordered to the waiter and the waiter even smiled when he saw them together again. She know the waiter and they are close because of Max. She just returned it with a smile. Max ordered for the two of them. How are you Camille? Max asked her while smiling. It's like that they haven't seen each other for a long time. I'm okay. How about you? She replied and asked him too. Well, I still can't face tomorrow to accept that we are gone. His face became serious and he smiled bitterly. But little by little I accept it. He added. Obviously he just retracting what he was said. She sighed and took his hand. You know Max. There are many women out there who are more deserving for you. And I'm sorry because it's not me. I will only hurt you. You don't deserve me. She said. Why is it not possible? Why did you suddenly refuse? Why did you suddenly leave me? What is the reason? He squeezed her hand. You can be mad at me Max and I will accept that. The truth is I just used you and I do not feel anything for you. I do not want to force my feelings because I don't really love you. She confessed. She bit her lower lip as she said those words. A moment of silence before he spoke again. And it didn't work. I just hope you fell for me during the times you used me. It seems like it only happens in books. Max laughed but she knew he was hurt. She felt sorry for him. She felt guilty because despite of what she did, he could not get angry with her. Max is very kind. You are really joking. Let's just eat. She changed the subject. Max also took her to her room immediately after giving her lunch earlier. SH has no class. She just has some paperwork to fix so her time at school is gradual. 
She called their driver and waited for about 15 minutes before she saw their car. Southeast Orita Camille let's go. Art said and opened the door for her. She nodded to him and they left her school. She saw their vest hacienda after a 15-minute trip. There are not so many people now because their other staff is probably eating. The garden that was once so scattered. Today is so beautiful to look at because of its cleanliness. Their new gardener looks great at work. She got out of the car and saw the Nipa hut where the staff of their hacienda was resting. They were eating and they waved at her when they saw her. She smiled back at them. Except for the only man who never looked at her again. She approached them. Ma'am Camille, come and eat with us. Ma Nong Eva invited her. It is also one of the long-term trustees of their hacienda. She treated Eva like a mother too. Ma'am Camille, I guess you don't bring your boyfriend Sir Max here anymore. We don't see him visiting here anymore, said Mang Nestor with his wide-brimmed hat. She looked at Franco who was suddenly strangled. She did not know why he was suddenly strangled. But he did not look at her even though she had been waiting for him to even glance at her. He was just eating quiet all then stood up and walked away. What's wrong with that man? She felt annoyed again. Are you and Sir Max already broke up? Their other trustees and staff asked her again. She was close to them and she knew how much they loved her as the only Southeast Orita of Hacienda Monol. She did not show them any rudeness of behavior. In fact she treated them like mothers and fathers and they treated her like a child too. Max and I are gone. She replied to them. Huh? Why? Did he hurt you senorita? It looks like my knife needs to be sharpened. Mang Nestor joked. Nestor. Don't scare the child. Ma Nong Eva rebuked. They just laughed. She just smiled and ignored their question. Anyway. Do you already know Franco? He is your new caretaker and gardener. He is the grandson of Mangisco. They must have noticed that she followed it with her gaze while Franco was sitting and resting under the big mango tree. Is he really like that? She asked them. Who? Franco. Oh, that one is really like that. He seems to have a world of his own. But he is a kind and hardworking child. Ma Nong Eva replied. She frowned. I don't think I look beautiful for him. He has been ignoring me before. She joked. Ha ha. Franco is very lucky. You'd think our Southeast Orita was waiting for him to notice her. Said Elmer. Who almost at her age. Southeast Orita. Me I notice you every day and you look so beautiful to me. You don't have to be sad. Elmer added. James kicked Elmer. James was also one of the staff. Elmer just grinned at James. You really crazy Elmer. Stop and be terrified. James teased. Why? If only I was rich. I would not hesitate to persevere to court Southeast Orita. She smiled at Elmer. You know Elmer you don't have to be rich to like me. You are not just my type. She joked. She heard their loud laughter. Ouch. It hurts Senorita. Elmer said hurtfully and even held onto his chest. She just smirked. She is used to joking here. She glared at the man who was quietly resting under the tree. It looks like she needs to have a move. This man seems to be challenging her and she does not want to embarrass herself. She will not allow it.
It was afternoon when Camille decided to leave the room. She fell asleep and caught up with Nanny Luring who was cooking a snack for the Hacienda staff. Ma'am, you are awake. Come and have a snack first. Nanny Luring invited her. She was suddenly taken aback when she saw the snack that Nanny Luring was preparing. Nanny Luring are you going to bring that snack to our staff? She asked. Yes Southeast Orita. It's time for their snack. She replied. She smiled and thought of presenting to bring that to the people. Ah. Nanny Luring can I just deliver the snack to them. She hope Franco is still there. She wants to be close to the man. She want to caught his attention. Because she really can't move on after he snobbed her. Are you sure ma'am Camille? You will bring it to them. It's hot outside Southeast Orita. Nanny Luring worried. She smiled and nodded. I can do it. I want to bring it for them. She replied to the old woman. Nanny Luring agreed even though still look hesitant about what she wanted to do. Carrying the snack cooked by Nanny Luring. She quickly went to the hut where the staff rested when it was snack time. Her neck almost dropped when she not found Franco. Wow Southeast Orita. You cooked that? Elmer asked excitedly. I like that banana cue. James added but she did not pay attention to them because her eyes were looking for someone. They sneeze when they realize who she is looking for. Franco is not here. Southeast Orita. Her girlfriend picked him up earlier. It looks like they have a walk. Elmer said. James kicked it. She was suddenly taken aback by what Elmer had said. Does he have a girlfriend? She asked in shock. As if she suddenly lost her appetite especially when Elmer nodded to her question. Of course. Her name is Paula. She's been Franco's girlfriend for a long time. I thought they were going to get married then but it didn't work out. Elmer explained. She lowered the snack tray. Are you leaving? Southeast Orita. Elmer asked her. Ah yes. I feel bad. Just eat there. She forced a smile on them before turning around. At seven o'clock in the evening when she decided to go outside. She became impatient. She could do nothing but lock herself in the room. Her parents would be home in a week. Are you leaving? Southeast Orita. She met his nanny Hilda. Nanny, I just want to have fun. I promise it won't take longer. She replied. Who will take you? Art is not here. Her wife called him because his son has a fever. Said the old woman. What? You mean we don't have a driver now? She dropped her shoulder. Even though she knows how to drive. Her nanny Hilda will not allow her. Especially at night. Nanny Hilda nodded. How can she leave now? Art is not here. Well, I will just ask Franco to drive for you. After all, he is also used to driving. Suddenly her eyes lit up because of what she heard. Is Franco still there? She just want to make sure of what she heard from Nanny Hilda. She was very happy because of what Yaya Hilda said. Yes he is in the back. Wait a minute and I'll just call him. Yaya Hilda turned around and left her for a moment. She almost shouted after Nanny Hilda left her. She felt excitement. Lot of things are now entering her mind. Franco will drive for her. Finally, it looks like she has a chance to corner the man. She smiled. Later on, Yaya Hilda arrived and Franco was with her.
She stopped for a moment when his naked body was exposed to her. He looks like a model because of his beautiful body. Even if he has a Moreno skin, that give him a strong impact when it comes to women. She bit her lower lip. Franco, take Senorita. Be careful. It's already night. Yaya Hilda reminded. Franco turned around first and put on his black t-shirt hanging over his shoulder. She smelled the good scent of him. Fresh and new bath. Let's go Franco. She said to the man and pulled his hand away. He finally looked her in the eyes. But it was only for a moment and he immediately let go of her hand. Suddenly she remembered what Elmer said to her recently. Franco has a girlfriend already. She sat down next to the driver's seat. Franco did not even open the door for her. They were just quiet inside. She turned and looked at him. Why are you so quiet? She asked. Franco did not speak and just looked straight ahead at what they were going through. Franco, do you already have a girlfriend? She asked again. She caressed his hand. Franco frowned as he looked at her hand holding him. Franco, she deliberately licked the voice to see how he would react. She approached the man and kissed his lips slowly. She felt that he avoid her kiss but she still continued what she started. You can stop the car. Franco, she said when their lips parted. He ignored her. She kissed his lips again and at that moment she felt that Franco stopped the car on one side. She smiled. She thought she had succeeded but she was surprised by his reaction. What are you doing? Finally he spoke as well. His voice is very cold and it used to be very masculine. H huh? Don't you like my kiss? Why are you so mad at me? She asked incredulously. Franco stared her in the eye. If you don't want to die, stop what you are doing. He said seriously. But she did not budge. She wanted to do that even more. She did not know what ordered her to caress her lips again. This time it went deeper and she clasped her both hands on his nape. Franco did not retaliate and later pushed him away. What's your problem? She was annoyed at the push he made to her. You. What's your problem? Aren't you ashamed of what you are doing? She was stunned by what he said. His voice was angry and he seemed disappointed because of her. Why are you rejecting me? She still couldn't believe that he was like a stone. He did not speak and the expression on his face was still dark. Stop it. He said coldly and then started the car again. She was bored and felt ashamed of herself for his rejection. The car stopped at the bar. He looked at Franco before she get outside. We're not yet done Franco. In the next few days I'm sure you won't be able to do this to me. She threatened before closing the car door. She gave him a crazy smile before walking away. Are you okay? Looks like you drank a lot. Do you want me to take you? The man presenting it. And did not even pay attention to what she said. I'm fine. She replied. All right. I'll take you. Don't worry I'm not a bad person. She stood up to say that she was really okay but she immediately fell down and was supported by him. Let me take you home. The man helped her to stand up. She was not able to answer yet but he presented to carried her until they get out of the bar. She was still shaking while he was carrying her. Where are you taking him? 
Suddenly her spirit seemed to wake up when she heard the familiar voice outside the bar. Did she just hear that? Why does that sound like Franco's voice? Who are you? The man with her asked. It doesn't matter who I am. Who are you? And where will you take her? Franco asked Mark. She looked up at the man's face. Franco, is that you Franco? She rubbed his face. Her eyes were closed but his voice was clear to her. She is not wrong. It's Franco. I will deliver him. The man beside her replied to Franco. Franco pulled the man. Wait. What's your problem? I'll take her home. Who are you? Why are you acting like that? Mark was annoyed because of what Franco did. The tension between the two men was heating up. She hugged Franco. She did not see what Mark's reaction was because of what she did. Franco, let's go home. She said and acting like a child. Mark just shook his head when he saw her hugging Franco. He seemed surprised and seemed embarrassed. He turned his back on the two of them. Maybe it clarified him that they were together. Or maybe Mark thought Franco and her were in love. The man was disappointed in her. She still smells Franco's natural scent. What is his bath soap? It's addictive. What do you think you are doing? The tone of his speech was still stuck when Mark left and they were the only two left. Franco opened the door next to the driver's seat and put her in it. After she get inside her body collapsed. You know how to drink but can't even take care of yourself. What if that man exploits you? You are just hanging out with someone you don't even know. His voice was annoying but her spirit was really broken so SJHE was not able to answer what he was saying. He drove her until they got home to the mansion. She did not realize what happened next. She just woke up the next day that she was in her own room. She scratched her head because of its intense pain. She suddenly remembered what had happened last night. Franco took him to the bar and he did not go home. He waited for her outside the bar. She thought he already left after he delivered her from the bar. She also remembered how she kissed him. She bit her lower lip. Everything that happened was real and not just a dream. It looks like this is the beginning of a good start for her and Franco. Camille just wearing a thin clothes and shorts. She left the house to pay attention to Franco. She does not have a school schedule today. She has fixed the things she needs to fix so she's free to pay attention to the young man. Her eyes immediately searched for Franco outside. The other Hacienda personnel were not there yet because they arrived at 7 o'clock. It was only 6 o'clock but destiny seemed to be with her because Franco's eyes immediately hit her. Franco is currently bathing a horse that she thinks will be taken to their rancho. She approached him and Franco just looked at her. The opening of her chest was slightly visible because of what she was wearing. She meant that. Her smooth skin is even more dominant because of the shorts she is wearing. She smiled when she saw that his eyes were stuck on his chest. Like the view. She tempted the young man and came closer to him. Don't step here. The water will hit you. Franco said and it made her laugh. I am wet already. She replied lamely. She couldn't stop smiling because of her playful brain. She knew that Franco knew what she was referring to. Franco just sighed. What do you need? Nothing. Is it bad to talk to you? I just want to thank you last night for not leaving me. 
Franco did not look at her. It seemed like he's not interested to talk with her. Next time I won't do it again, so don't thank me. He said sarcastically. She ignored what he said. But changed the topic because of what she thought. Franco. Can you please lift my sofa in the bedroom? Because it weighs a lot. I can't really just move the seat. She hope her acting is effective. The truth is that she is just planning something. Franco looked at her. Can't you see I'm doing something? He asked in a way that annoyed her. She raised an eyebrow and thought of what to say. She is also running out of patience for his coldness. As your boss, I command you and you will follow me. She seemed to be serious and she saw the change in his reaction. It seemed that Franco was surprised for what he heard from her. Franco let go of the bath and silently followed her into the mansion. The smile could not be removed from her lips as she climbed the stairs to her room. Franco followed her. When they entered the room, Franco was shocked to see that she locked the door. Where will I move this? It's a serious question from Franco and he's referring to the sofa. She approached the young man and stroked his cheek. Relax. You are too hot. Her caress came down on his neck and then up again to his face. She was attracted to his lips and again she immediately kissed him passionately. Franco did not move and seemed stunned. You can do that Camille. You can do it. Her brain whispered. Stop it. Franco said while looking at her. He looked so shocked. She ignored it and just continued kissing the young man's lips. She felt that she was burning with the sudden heat that flowed through her body. Franco, she said. She pressed his chest against hers and she felt her breath stop. She smiled. But that smile also disappeared immediately as Franco took his body away from her. Stop it. His voice became louder and he hurried out of her room. It was as if he had left her suddenly in a flash. She could not move and was stunned. She sighed deeply. Franco disappeared from her sight very quickly. She was disappointed again and felt annoyed with herself. Once again she feels that she's the ugliest woman in the world because of his actions. She felt annoyed. She sat on the bed and folded her arms. You are really elusive Franco. But I'm more naughty. I can't just accept all your rejection on me. She combed her own hair out of annoyance. It was 12 o'clock at the afternoon and she knew it was time for the staff to eat so she left the house again. She just wore a spaghetti strap dress and simple shorts. Her smooth skin was exposed because of that. She saw that the other staff were finishing their meal and some of them were returning to work. She also saw Elmer with Franco on his side while he was seriously eating. She smiled. She approached them and rudely sat in front of the table where Franco and Elmer were eating. Franco's eyebrows rumpled when their eyes met but she did not care. Hi Franco. She greeted with a smile. As if nothing had happened this morning between the two of them. Nothing really. She was just embarrassed. He did not look at her and just continued eating the food. Alright. Just ignore me. Let's see. She said in her brain. She saw Elmer busy playing on his cell phone because it was still break time. The other staff was just ahead of work. She took the opportunity under the table where she and Franco were facing each other. She slowly lifted one leg and caressed its leg. He stopped eating rice and looked at her. 
She smiled at it enticingly. She even lifted the caress in his manhood and then she felt the swelling there. She bit her lip so hard. God Camille it's not you. Her brain shouted. Franco sighed and closed his eyes tightly for a moment. As if he was suppressing his patience. He looked at her with threatening eyes but she did not stop and instead she bit her lower lip nuttily. She continued to play her foot in his manhood under the table. Elmer once glanced at them but she just smiled at him and pretended nothing was happening under the table. She felt that his manhood is now getting harder. She was able to bite her lower lip again while looking at Franco. She could see the redness on Franco's face because of what she was doing. Especially the restraint of his deep sigh. She only stopped when Mang Nestor came to call the two. She quickly lowered her foot. Franco stood up with Elmer. He gave her a bad look before turning around and walking to follow Mang Nestor. Again she just smiled to him and winked. Thanks for listening to the Bravanovel audiobook. Welcome to download the Bravanovel app. Read the novel Sweet Seduction online and get the latest updates.